You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Pastor Steve Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. And Lord God, we just thank you. We praise you right now for just having your way in our lives and just speaking to us very freely. Lord God, we thank you that as we leave this place, that we won't leave here the same, but we'll be changed and transformed that we'll receive everything that you have for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I, on yesterday, as I was on my way somewhere, this word came to me. It said, I'm a miracle in the making. And so, this is going to be a word of encouragement uh, to you, uh, and prayerfully, the things I say make sense. Let's look at Mark 5, verse 25 to 34. Because I, I really sense that as we begin to just hold on to God, even in the tough times, right? Hold on to him. I really sense that God is going to really bring us into a season of breakthrough. Um, It's it's been a lot of challenges where maybe you had some difficulty with sleep. You've had difficulty focusing on work or whatever. Uh, Even there's in, in that tough time, even sometimes we can get a little frustrated with the people around us. You know, but we got to realize that there is something that God is about to bring us into and the devil wants us to uh, abort that. He wants us to 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 cancel that out. Um, He wants us to actually throw up our hands and just quit everything. You know, but God told me yesterday, he said, tell them to say I'm a miracle in the making. And so we're going to look at uh, Mark 5, verses 25 to 31. 35, rather. And so it says this. Now, a woman suffering from bleeding for 12 years had endured much under many doctors. She had spent everything she had and was not helped at all. On the contrary, she became worse. Having heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his clothing. For she said, if I touch, if I just touch his clothes, I'll be made well. Instantly, her flow of blood ceased, and she sensed in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Immediately, Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? His disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing against you. You always got those folks, don't you? You see the crowd pressing against you, and yet you say, who touched me? But he was just, he was looking around to see who had done this. The woman with fear and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. Daughter, he said, your faith has saved you. Go in peace and be healed from your affliction. And while he was still speaking, people came from the synagogue leader's house and said, 
Your daughter is dead. Why bother to teach her anymore? And so Jesus goes from one miracle to the next. You may be seated. And so there's several key things that the Lord wants us to see in these in the scripture. The first thing is that when you get tired of being sick and tired, then you're going to start looking for your miracle. See, there are people that are waiting for things to happen. And then there are people that go and make things happen. And this woman was one of those people that she had, it said, she had been dealing with this for 12 years. So that means, and, and it said she spent all her money, all her money. Whenever you're going through a difficult time, a difficult season, especially with affliction, whether it be health or whatever it is, it will always drain you. It'll drain all your resources. It said she spent every time she worked, she got a raise at work. She didn't enjoy the raise at work. Her raise at work went towards doctor bills. She couldn't go shopping. She couldn't go. She couldn't get a new car. Her car probably if she had a car, you know, she didn't have a car. But if she were living in our day and she had a car, her car probably had uh, had a hole from rust underneath. But she couldn't afford to get a new car because she was paying doctor bills. But she got tired of that because it, there comes a point in our life where we got to say, this is not God's best for me. See, there are people that they think they deserve to be oppressed. But when you know that you've been doing the best you can to follow God, then you have to say, this is not the best for me. And you have to pursue the change that you desire to experience. And so she went to the church meeting and she went and she said, she said, here's what I, I got to do. I just got to touch his clothes. He don't even got to lay hands on me. All I got to do is touch his clothes. And so when you are desperate enough, and I know there are people teaching about against desperation, but no, if you want to experience a miracle and you've been waiting so long, then you get desperate. You got to make your way to Jesus. That's not the time to stay home. That's not the time to close the curtains. That's not the time to get under your best comforter. No, but that is the time. That's not even the time to watch virtual church, but that's your time to make it to the house of God. In Hebrews, it tells us that we ought not to forsake the assemblings. Why? Because there's always an excuse why I can't come to church. There's always an excuse why I can't come to church. I can't, I, I'm so tired. I worked all this week and I haven't slept in all that. So Sunday is my only day. No, COVID made us lazy. And we need to make the effort to get back to the house of God and to connect with the faith-filled believers that can actually charge me and the anointing on you gets on me and breaks me out as a thing that was weighing me down. Say, I'm anointed. And I got miracle working power inside of me. That means that every time you come in contact with your coworkers, the ones that say, child, when you go to church, send up a prayer for me. No, I'm going to pray for you right now and break you out of the prison that you find yourself in. You may be bound in addiction, but not no more because the miracle worker is in your midst. 
So she said in herself, you talk to yourself. Sometimes that self-talk is the best talk. I don't know about you, but there's sometimes when I'm going through something and the Lord says, you need to talk to yourself. You need to say, if I just press my way, I, if I just press my way, if I don't allow myself to park in the valley of the shadow of death, some of us are too busy camping. You get too satisfied with not enough. You get too satisfied with just going through and you think you always gotta go through. That is not what God said about you. He said, you are the head and not the tail. You've been raised up with him. There's nothing that's supposed to weigh you down. He said, lay aside every weight Lay aside every weight. That means that when the devil tries to hold you just like a football player, you just keep going. The devil's not going to stop messing with you just because you gave your life to Jesus. That's when they're going to regroup and strategize on how to stop you from following through on your commitment. You say, God, I want to live for you. I want to be holy. God, I want you to do the best things in my life. And the devil says, no, I can't let that happen. So he starts reminding you. He starts saying, I know your buttons. I know your triggers. I know what will push you right back into that thing again. He said, don't you want to feel good? Don't you, don't you want, don't you just want that feeling that you used to get when you used to get high? Don't you want that feeling you used to get when you connect and hooked up? Ask me how I know. Because God said that there is something that he's trying to do, but only the hungry will receive it. Jesus said in the beat, he said, they that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be what? Filled. He said, all I need is your appetite. If you come hungry, you'll leave filled. When you come to church, come hungry and leave filled. Don't let, don't settle for anything less, but understand that when you come to the house of God, you're going to receive exactly what you need. And so there is something we need to understand that that self-talk is very important. When David was going through, we talked about this in divine recovery. When David was going through, what did it say? He encouraged himself in the Lord of God because he couldn't rely on nobody else. All his friends were in Pityville. They were having a pity party. And it said, David encouraged himself. What do you say? We can do this. We can do this, David. You did it before. You actually knocked down a giant when you were a teenager. You slew the lion and the bear when they was in the, in the fields. So now you can do this. You can take your people back. You can get your family back. You can do it. You can do it. And what you think happened, all of a sudden he got excited. He got excited again, and his endorphins, the adrenaline, all that started kicking in. That's why it's important for us to learn how to praise. 
because praise begins to actually release endorphins. It releases the adrenaline that causes us to be lifted up emotionally and we begin to feel like we can lift up anything. You think about the mothers, the, the story of the mother who lifted a car off her child. It was because of adrenaline. There's nothing that you cannot do when adrenaline's going through you. And so for us as believers, our adrenaline is the anointing of God, it's the Holy Spirit. And so there's nothing that we can't do when the, the Holy Spirit is flowing through us. When it's an unobstructed flow. Unobstructed flow. I, I think about in Joshua, how God wanted them to how to experience miracles and signs and wonders. But he said, first of all, you got to consecrate. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta realize that there are some things in your life that are not conducive for the environment God is trying to bring you into. And so you gotta determine if I want it bad enough, I gotta stop doing what's been hampering me. And so we, we, we spin and, and now there are apps out there, uh, that try to get you to micro learn because it's saying doom scrolling, you know, actually hurts you. But if you micro learn, then that helps you with your mind. That actually can help stave off Alzheimer's to continue to learn. That's why they even encourage you to either go to a seminar, uh, learn a new language, do something. But you, you cannot just doom scroll because there's nothing that your brain needs, no activity that your brain needs while you're binging on Netflix. You're, you're, you're in like this. Like my wife one time asked me, she said, how come you just, you just sit for hours because I don't have to think about nothing? I don't, like when you're watching TV, what are you really thinking about? Nothing. Sometimes you watch TV because it's your drug. What is it that you partake in that you feel, they call it your guilty pleasure. What is it that you partake in just because you just don't want to deal? We got to learn to deal, but we're dealing with God now. So it says, she said within herself, if I touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. Now, here's the thing I want you to understand, that there was nothing about his clothing that was special. Just like even oil. Oil is just oil. His, the same garment that he was wearing probably was the garment that the Roman soldiers were gambling over, and they didn't get saved. So what was it about touching his clothes? that made her well. Her faith spoke first and said, if I touch his clothes, then there was a point of contact when she actually touched his clothes. And her, the faith for healing was released from him, which is why he noticed something different. His disciples said, there's a crowd, everybody's pushing on you. No, but this push was different. This, this was different. I felt this one. And what happened? It was because she was extending her faith towards him and his, his, the anointing on him responded to her and said, here you go. Again, there was nothing inherently special about what he was wearing. 
but it was the fact that she had faith when she touched him and that touch released her healing. That's why, again, I tell you, they, if, if I were to give you, like Paul, right, in the book of Acts, it said that Paul, even clothing touched by Paul, was there anything inherently special about the cloth they were using? Was it special Jerusalem cloth? No. It could have been something they got from Walmart. But it's the faith that you have that if I do this, it will get me that. That's why in James it said, faith without corresponding action. So in order for me to see the actual result of my faith, I have to have a corresponding action in faith to walk towards what I'm looking for. If this woman would have said, well, maybe Jesus will come to my town sooner or later, nothing would have happened for her. But she went where Jesus was and her faith connected to Jesus. Her faith connected to Jesus. So there is nothing, there is nothing that is preventing you from receiving your miracle. All you got to do is believe and receive from Jesus. He's willing to give. He's willing to share with you. It, it says deliverance is the children's bread. He's willing to share with you. That's why he's made so many provisions for us. And so let's look at, let's look at this, this uh, let's see here. Let's look at, in Jeremiah, in uh, First Peter, First Peter one verse twenty three. Everything about our life in God is is about faith, and so in it says this: because you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring Word of God. And then let's look at. Uh, let's look at Hebrews 4, verses 11 to 16. And it says this, Let us then make every effort to enter the rest that so, so that no one will fall into the same pattern of disobedience. For the word of God is living and effective and sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrating as far as the separation of soul and spirit, Joints and marrow, it is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of a heart. No creature is hidden from him, but all things are, are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in every way as we are yet without sin. Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. And so when we, when we look at that, we see that the word grace and we, we talked about grace before, how grace is that bridge between my area of deficiency and his sufficiency. 
and it brings God's resources into my possession because he knew we were not capable within ourselves. And so he made grace available to us so that we could then be a partaker of his divine nature. And, and so grace is not predicated on what you can do or who you are or what degree you've achieved. That's why we can even expect miracles is because it's not dependent on us. It's dependent on what he's already done. So we can look for even divine cancellation of debt. But you say, but I haven't made that much of a payment yet. And, and God says, but my grace is sufficient. You can go to the doctor and expect better results because God's grace is sufficient. I had a particular test done and, and one of my levels that was, it was deficient, but it was now over and that was a miracle. And so we need to understand that God's grace is sufficient and it's, it's actually available for us to tap into so that we can receive our miracle from God. And we got to understand, it's not all we got to do is believe for it. And his grace is there, ready for us to tap it in faith. And once we tap it, it's like a piñata. It just unleashes the goodness. That's why in, in verse 34 of our scripture that we started out with in Mark 5, it says, your faith has saved you. He didn't say my cloth, so now I'm going to start selling cloths for a donation. He said, your faith has saved you. That's why even when, even when Jesus used the mud, people would say, well, mud is nasty, it's dirty. No, but it's the faith that connected to the spit in the mud when he touched the guy's eyes and the guy became sight. And so it says, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. That word peace is, an, is, is shalom, which is the unbroken state, wholeness, and be healed from your affliction. And so I ask you today, what is it that you are believing God for? What is it that you're believing God for? What has seemed like it was so unattainable, but now you understand God has it waiting for you. He was just waiting for you to move in faith and agree and align with what he was wants to do in your life. And so, God, I just thank you right now that your people are receiving your miracles. They're receiving from your grace. Your word of your grace has been released. And so, God, we thank you that they're receiving from your grace. They're receiving the, the sufficiency from you, God, because you're able to make all grace abound toward us. So, God, we just call on your grace right now by faith. And we say, God, we receive our healing. We receive divine provision. We receive protection. We receive promotion. We receive, God, all the resources of heaven. For, Lord God, you said in your word that you would supply all our need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And so, God, we thank you that everything that Jesus has made available to us belongs to us now. And we release the warrant and ministry angels to minister unto us, for we are the heirs of salvation. God, we just thank you. We praise you right now that this week is going to be the week of our testimony. 
Lord God, this week is going to be the week of our testimony. God, we thank you, Lord God, that as we begin to share with other people what you're doing on our lives, that you begin to replicate that miracle even in their lives. The miracle touch that they need is being replicated in their lives. God, we thank you, Lord God, that everyone under the sound of my voice is a glory carrier that they're carrying your glory for miracles throughout this earth that everybody they come at in contact with, whether it's at the store, at work, at the, at the growth, at the park, Lord God, no matter where they are, that they have the anointing for miracles. They have the grace for breakthrough, the grace for deliverance in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you right now, even that your people will begin to understand that your hangups is not their hangup. But God, we thank you for giving them a fresh perspective to expect to be used by you in their everyday life. We just glorify you. We honor you. We praise you, God. We just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. And God, we receive it by faith. In Jesus' name we pray, whether it's healing. We thank you for creative miracles, God. We thank you for new organs, new cells in a body, God. We thank you, Lord God, for a total restorative work in their bodies in the name of Jesus. We release the miracles. We release the anointing for miracles right now in the name of Jesus. And we just praise you, God, that we are the focus of your good intentions. And part of your good intentions was to heal us and make us whole. We thank you, Lord God, even for healing us in our minds. Lord God, that trauma that we had, had gained growing up, Lord God, we thank you right now for giving us total and complete deliverance from the trauma. We thank you, Lord God, for releasing us from shame, the spirit of shame, in the name of Jesus. We thank you that that old is, is gone and the new has come in you. And so we receive the newness of life. We receive the newness of life. Lord, even I speak to that person right now that's, that's bound in that trauma from childhood. And I release them in the name of Jesus. I release them from that molestation. I release them from that verbal abuse. I release them from the physical abuse in the name of Jesus. And God, I thank you that their miracle begins today. The miracle of restoration of their soul, of their minds, of their hearts. God, I thank you. You said you would be a father to the fatherless. And so, God, we thank you right now that we're no longer orphans, but we're your children, God. And we're joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for even giving, Lord God, people victory over addiction. Taking the, the taste out of the mind their mouth and their minds, restoring their brain cells to where they're no longer dependent. We just thank you right now for total and complete breakthrough and deliverance. We thank you, God, 
even for reversing degenerative neurological issues in the name of Jesus. And we thank you that they have the mind of Christ. We just praise you right now, Lord. We just praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. I really sense that God is giving somebody today an infusion of courage. And now you realize you don't have to be afraid anymore to face your future. Because your future is bright in Christ. I want to agree with you today regarding your next steps with Christ. So I don't, I don't know if you're here or whether you're online, but I want to give you an opportunity today to experience total and complete victory. Because your miracle begins today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Even if you want someone to touch and agree with you regarding a situation that you're going through, I want to encourage you to come forward and the online is actually stopped. And so I want to encourage you to come forward for prayer. Because there's something that happens when we touch and agree on the same thing. Jesus. Welcome to Yes Lord Ministries, a non-denominational, full gospel, Bible-believing church where the word of God comes alive in your life. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text give to 1844948395. Cash app dollar sign yes Lord M. On Givelify search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. Join us for weekly services at 1130 each Sunday morning. Our location is 225 North 8th Street in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Join us each Sunday night for Sunday Night Ignite at 5 o'clock p.m. Every Wednesday morning from 5.30 a.m. to 5.45 a.m. Join us for corporate prayer. Our call-in number is 716-427-1096 and the access code is 172268-POUND sign. Every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Join us for Spread the Bread Bible Study as we learn practical truths from God's Word. Join us every first Saturday at 10 a.m. for an invigorating and inspirational Naomi Ruth Women's Fellowship. Connect with kindred spirits, exchange ideas, and support each other in a positive and uplifting gathering.
Every second Saturday at 10 a.m., unite with us for our Iron Sharpens Iron Virtual Men's Fellowship, an extraordinary opportunity to connect with fellow brothers in Christ. Follow Yes Lord Ministries on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe to the Yes Lord Ministries YouTube channel. Subscribe to our free podcast YLM Sermon of the Week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and Google Podcasts. We've made it easy for you to stay connected. Download the Yes Lord Ministries mobile app from your Apple App Store or Google Play Store today. On behalf of our senior leaders, Apostle Willie Tolbert, Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert, our lead pastor, Steve Tolbert, and the entire Yes Lord Ministries church family, thank you for joining us and see you at our next service.